0: glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Matthew chapter 9, and let's begin verse 27. And when Jesus departed thence, two blind men followed him, crying, said, Thou son of David, have mercy on us. And when he was coming to the house, and the blind men came to him, Jesus said unto them, Believe ye that I am able to do this? And they say unto him, Yea, Lord. Then touched he their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no man know it." Now let me just stop and say a few things about that. You'll find Jesus said that several times. He said, Go and tell no man. You know, sometimes I think we make a mistake when we get people to stand up and start testifying about their healing immediately for this reason. Not that we're ashamed of it. Not that we don't want to give glory to God. But at that point, they don't need the pressure of fear. Because the devil's going to come around and say, yeah, you get up and testify. Tomorrow you'll be worse. And then what are the people going to think? And they get in fear. Now, there is a time to testify to that. There is a time to give God glory. Now, notice that Jesus said, According to your faith, be it unto you. So whose faith was it that healed them? It was their faith, wasn't it? It was their faith. Now, see, faith cometh by hearing the word. No doubt they had heard about Jesus. They would probably heard some of the sermons he preached or heard about the sermons he preached. And I tell you, we've made faith too hard, folks. You know, sometimes we have nine steps to the 18 steps to the 24 steps to great faith. Time you get to the twenty-four step, nobody knows what you're talking about. <laughs> you lost them back there, man. But man, faith is in the Word of God. God's Word is filled with faith. And if the Word is in you, faith is there. The way you get the Word in you is to speak it in there. To say it. Proclaim what God said. But he said, According to your faith, be it unto you. And their eyes were opened, and Jesus straightly charged them, saying, See that no men know it. Go to Luke's Gospel, the 17th chapter. Verse 12. And as he entered into the certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourself to the priest. Now, what in the world does that mean? I mean, here's ten lepers. The only reason you're to show yourself to the priest is if you've been cleansed. They could have looked at themselves and said, but Jesus, we're still lepers. And they'd probably been lepers the rest of their life. But the Bible says, as they went, they were cleansed. And you know, bless their darling hearts. There's people that say, well, bless God, you're either healed or you're not. When Jesus healed anybody, is always instant. Well, it wasn't instant here, was it? I mean, he said, go show yourself to the priest. The first step they took toward the priest's house, they were calling themselves clean. That was their faith in action. When they started toward the priest's house. See, they could have given him all kinds of reasons why I'm not going to the priest's house. But as they went, they were cleansed. What would have happened if they hadn't went? (laughs) They wouldn't have been cleansed. So then again, it was their faith that caused the manifestation of the healing, wasn't it? Go show yourself to the priest. As they went, they were cleansed. It's important to understand that. We must act on our faith to the degree that we can. I like what Brother Robert says, you know. He says, when I pray for you, if you can move one finger, move it. That's your faith in action. That's good. Go to Mark the 10th chapter. Mark chapter 10, verse 52. Well, back up a few verses. You ever read the Bible backwards? Verse 46. (laughs) They came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he had heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. And he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good cheer, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. Now here is an act of faith. This garment is a beggar's garment. You had to have that garment for it to be legal for you to beg. It is his only way of making a living. If he loses that garment, he may starve to death. He has no way of making a living. But when Jesus called for him, he ripped that thing off and threw it away. He said, I won't need this no more. Threw it down, man. (laughs) I mean, and Jesus answered and said unto him, what wilt thou that I do unto thee? And the blind man said unto him, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith. Whose faith? Thy, thy faith has made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Amen. Now again, here we see that it was his faith. His faith. Now that's simple faith, I mean the man sitting there, he's probably been saying if Jesus ever comes this way, I'm going to get my healing. Jesus ever comes this way, I'll get healed. And he heard the crowd. Oh, he said Jesus is coming this way and I'm going to get healed. I'll guarantee you he's saying it. Doesn't say that he did, but I'll guarantee you he did. And then when Jesus called for him, he said that's it. I'm through with this thing. No more of this begging for me. I'm going to get me a job. (laughs) And he gets up there and Jesus said, Your faith has made you whole. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. I'll tell you what. When you make a decision that it's just that simple. God's word said it. I'm going to believe it. We talked this morning on prayer. Jesus said, all things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Now, religion's made it so complicated and got us so confused that it's been hard to get a handle on it. But if we just concentrate on the things that Jesus taught about prayer, it'd get our head screwed on straight. All things, whatsoever you ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be open unto you. Everyone that asketh receiveth. Now, of course, that has to be qualified, that it's asking faith, because the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. Now, let me show you why that we deal so much with faith and the fact that it is the individual faith that can make you whole. Certainly, you can have faith for another individual sometimes, especially when that individual is just a young Christian. I mean, it's easy to get young Christians healed just with your faith. But when they've had time to get in the Word of God and get the faith built for themselves, you'll find it gets harder and harder to use your faith to get them healed. In fact, it'll get to the point that your faith won't work for them anymore. And another thing, that have found out, and I've heard Brother Hagan say it, that if you don't get people to believe for themselves, Satan many times will steal their healing from them. That's why that so many times that people that get healed lose their healing. Because they don't have faith for themselves. They got it through someone else's faith. But if they had learned to release their faith in it and resist the devil, then they could hold on to that faith. Now, if you remember the woman with the issue of blood in Mark, the fifth chapter, when she got through testifying, Jesus said, Thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace. Be whole of thy plague. In other words, you've got something to do now. Be whole. Don't let it come back. I remember I was in Bradenton, Florida, teaching one night. In fact, in the daytime, I was walking down the sidewalk, and there was a lady who came to me and said, Brother Cap said, I've had headaches for 30 years. Don't know what it is to be without a headache. I said, would you pray for me? I said, well, come in the prayer line tonight. I mean, you know, it's better when you teach the Word and the anointings there to minister to people. And I said, God will heal you. She said, you mean that? I said, I've never been more serious in my life. Well, she came that night. Well, in the prayer line, she came up and I laid hands on her in the name of Jesus. And the Lord said to me just before I laid hands on her, said, tell her that that headache will leave instantly when you lay hands on it. So I just said what I heard the Spirit say, and I said, that headache will leave instantly when I lay hands on you. When I laid hands on her, and she just went out like a light, you know, and she's laying on the floor. Well, I went on and ministered to some others, and when she got up, I called her back up there. I said, Sister, where's that headache? And she said, Oh! She said, It's gone! (laughs) And then I heard the Spirit of God say this. said, Now tell her, Go and be whole of that plague. See, she has something to do. Don't let it come back. And I said, now sister, if Satan tries to bring that back on you, you resist him and say, oh no you don't. Hands were laid on me in the name of Jesus. I've received my healing and I don't receive this headache again. I resist you, Satan, in Jesus' name. God bless you. We do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our CD offer this week is CD offer number 7239, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. It's entitled, A Working Knowledge of God's Word. You know, it's not enough to know what the Bible says. We could know what the Word says and not act on it and not benefit at all. You have to hear it, you have to believe it, you have to make a decision to operate in it. A working knowledge of the Word of God. If you don't have enough knowledge of the promise of God to operate in it, and to go in and possess the land of promise, what God has given us, then you don't have a working knowledge of the Word of God. This is one of the most important series I've ever taught. In Colossians, the first chapter, you hear the Apostle Paul saying, Whereof ye heard before in the word of truth of the gospel, which is come unto you as it is unto all the world, and bringing forth fruit as it doth also in you since the day ye heard it and knew the grace of God in truth. It began to produce from the very day that they heard the grace of God in truth. In other words, they received it. They began to act on the word of God. Now, you know, when you plant a seed, that seed has to sprout, germinate, and come up. Now, there's dry land out in the desert. There's nothing green out there. But if it rains, something will come up. Because when you water the earth, it forces the seed to produce. Some of you may know what the Word says, but don't have enough understanding of it to get it to germinate and come up and produce in your life. Now, that's what we talk about on this series, a working knowledge of the Word of God. That's offer number 7239, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon.